Hello, and welcome back to Spurban Sprawl, a Problem Sleuth podcast. I'm Dijon. I'm Julia. I'm Alden. Shut up. <laughs> we're talking about Homestuck now. No, we're not. We're talking about uh, the intermission. Oh, God. The felt. And, oh, right, uh, right. We're uh, talking about not Homestuck, because this is not a podcast about Homestuck. This is a podcast about the felt. It's intermission free, chapter free. <laughs> intermission so, intermission three. one, first chapter intermission. free, chapter <laughs> three. Fucking God, you're not you know, helping. We've, I, I've, 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 you, I think you and I have both read this chapter enough times that we should know which chapter it is. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, Die, realizing that living in a desert hell world is dumb, pulls Spades' his pin out of a voodoo doll. Yeah, cold open, fuckers. <laughs> Spades promptly kills Die. Spades keeps the voodoo doll, though, as it may come in handy with Lord English. He is unkillable except for glitches and exploits in space-time. Diamond's Droog is doing some Jojo shit, trying to go where Finn is going to be in such a way that Finn will never see the future path of Diamond's. Meanwhile, we juggle the characters around some more, and we're Clubs now. <laughs> Clubs wanders off following the blood trail. Trace follows the past trail of Clubs to find Doe's, who unslows himself, revealing there was a bomb in his hat which blows up both Doze and Trace in the future. <laughs> Two more felt members crossed off. Finn follows Clubs's future trail as they are going in the same direction by coincidence. Somehow, Clubs's future trail is matching Finn's path step for step. Finn is too shaky and cannot risk firing at Clubs, because he has C4 under his hat. A criminal mastermind. <laughs> yes! It's a really good joke, actually. I enjoyed it. We'll, we'll get there in a sec. Uh, Hart's boxcar is being accosted by multiple copies of eggs and biscuits. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clover, the time sprite, is watching an amusement. He would have helped the Midnight Crew in exchange for answering his time riddles. <laughs> <laughs> no time he was having fun with this one guys <laughs> this is a genuinely good fucking section yes it is uh, so we meet Stitch a tailor who fixes space time oh, and time space a Stitch in time saves nine baby but, uh, <laughs> eggs and biscuits are doing a number to space time because they are morons <laughs> Uh, specifically, they're noted in the text as being too stupid to make stable time loops. So most of their time loops are unstable time loops. <laughs> Fuck yes. Which, good line, don't think about it too much. Yep. Uh, Stitch also maintains effigies of the felt, uh, and fixing them fixes the actual people because, you know, time shit. Shenanigans. Finn dies before Stitch can fix his effigy, possibly because Spades put his pin 
in Dai's doll because Spade thinks that Finn is dead and he uses the doll to track their deaths, so he causes Finn's death to actually happen by thinking it's happened and using the doll to note that it has happened. So uh, good, it's so good. <laughs> Everything about this is so good, actually. Hit clubs bursts in, uh, panicking, wielding his bow penis cane. It's still bad. Uh, with a hat full of bomb. Stitch tells him to calm down because C4 cannot, in fact, be blown up by gunfire. <laughs> That's a huge joke. Uh, it's also a true fact that is in the comic. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, this was all for diamonds to get the drop on Stitch. Because Stitch is, you know, useful, uh, he gets abducted instead of killed. <laughs> Spades removes Crowbar's pin from the doll and gets voiped to a world where there is a big gunfight between the crew and the felt with chest-high walls. Chest-high wardrobes, if I remember correctly. It's like crates, it's whatever, it's chest-high walls. Much like a video game, it does not actually matter which object is chest-high. <laughs> they can all absorb a billion bullets, regardless. Yeah, this chapter in particular fucking rules. We're finally going full JoJo. Yeah, it's so fucking mm -hmm. good. Yeah, like, like incredibly good ideas. Like, yes, like someone who is like following you around in the future. Obviously, to get them, you just have to set a trap for them in the past, so that <laughs> when they follow you where you're going in the future, they run into your trap. Yeah, specifically, Big brain thought. So good. Such a JoJo's thing is I'm going to predict where he goes, but also I predict the path he's going to take. So the path I will take is not going to intersect the path he's taking. And it's like, ah, brilliant. Because <laughs> <laughs> really like they know good. they know how he works, is that like he'll follow a trail until he comes across a new one, then he'll follow that one. So yeah. using okay, their now you're knowledge. Also talked about trace. Went following an intersecting trail, which is played off as a joke of hit clubs is too dumb to understand this, but obviously you understand this perfectly. <laughs> and clubs, clubs deuce is not very smart. <laughs> no, poor boy. he is not. Yeah, he's a sweet boy. He loves clocks. I, I just like the joke about Finn doesn't realize is that. <laughs> Clubs' future trail is following his own blood trail. Yeah. 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 Because of how time works. Yep. Listen, that would be a huge coincidence that he was, uh, he's just <laughs> following. There's no way he could know where you're going, right? I mean, the odds of us ending up in the same place are just astronomical. <laughs> he's a criminal mastermind. It's my favorite. So fucking good. <laughs> and here's just a great line that is why I love this part, and this is a problem sleuth as fuck line. Uh, this is in response to a command for SS colon B Hearts Boxcar. Spade Slick cannot return to being Hearts Boxcars because obviously Diamond's Droog is too busy being Club's Deuce. Yep. <laughs> it is just a weird, it's, it's just it is playing around with like the the syntax of how like switching characters works. <laughs> you have a very specific syntax of switching characters 
in MS Paint Adventure stuff. Whereas that line is so problem sleuth. Yeah. <laughs> it's Oh, this is so good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. This is just really good. Can't wait to see how he fucking ruins it, but right now it's good and I'm enjoying it. I mean, maybe he might not. Like, no, he man, absolutely we're, we're is. We're over like halfway done with this, right? Well, I, well, we, oh, not, not. We know that it comes back later and gets ruined by becoming just homestuck. So. Uh, yeah, yes. not in the intermission directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I assume the intermission is going to end in a very satisfying and fun way, uh, just based on the context clues of uh, really enjoying this part. Uh, but yeah, no. yeah, particularly. Uh, the stuff coming literally next update, like literally next page, gets into some of the really fun uh, felt and midnight crew stuff. God, yes, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we're we're going to get uh, introduced to um, Snowman, uh, which d- did you mention well, at the end no that more. it ends? It ends with it, um, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's the next no. page. That's the next yeah. chapter. Yeah, the next page. On, actually. Yeah, I think I think the last page of the current section is uh uh Spade's like refusing to put the put Snowman's pin into the voodoo doll. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm also really excited about meeting Lord English because I it's fucking good. It's actually really just Yeah, good. so let's let's mention that briefly. We still don't get to see him. Uh, we we get the mention that he can only be killed through exploits and glitches yeah. in space time, so that that's the part where Lord English is also a Lord British from Ultima joke. Yeah, yeah. Because you know the thing, video games. Yeah, yeah. If you listen to his podcast, you know the Lord British thing. Like, let's be real here. If you know, you should look up some of the shit that Lord British I mean, got up to. To be honest, I mean, really people might not because. The Lord British thing is oh, really old. Fuck. I yeah. forgot people are young. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm actually wondering if, like... I, 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 I kind of don't know about the Lord British oh, thing. Fuck, okay. I only know about it because I watched the Spoonie One videos. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I wasn't prepared to give a... Hold on. Let me let me get a... Yeah, <laughs> I'm not actually prepared a history of this. I'm gonna type in Lord okay, British. Okay, so there's a... There's a video game series called Ultima. Yeah. yeah. So the designer of that, Richard Garriott, he has a self-insert, Lord British, who yep. is the king yeah, of the Lord. Of, 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 uh, fucking, whatever is The Lord of Ultima. Yeah. No, sorry. The Lord of whatever fucking country it is, I don't actually remember Ultima that well. Yeah, specifically, that Lord British came to the world of Ultima through, from, like, Earth as we know it, through a magic gate. So, um... Yes, because in Ultima, you are the Avatar, and you come to the world, and you find out through stuff that Lord British is a previous Avatar who's just permanently in Ultima. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, you in the games, it's always like wherever he appears in the games, it's always like he's almost impervious to the player character's like action. But he he is supposed to be yeah invulnerable yes. to players because even back in the day, game designers knew how players worked. Yeah, 
it, and like yeah. you can kill him if you think outside the box basically and there's um a list of ways that this has happened on the wikipedia article under the title of assassination of lord british um which is Ooh, you know please share some of those uh fuck i think my favorite might be the one where he does it on ultimate ultima online which was like an mmo um so i guess i'll just share this one uh lord british was killed during an in-game appearance on ultima online's beta test in 1997, a royal visit was conducted as part of a server population stress test. A player character known as Reigns cast a spell called Firefield on Lord British that, surprisingly, killed him. <laughs> According to Star wow. Wong, the whole thing was a human error, just human error. Lord British's character, <laughs> like others, had been made invulnerable, but by design, the invulnerability did not persist over several game sessions. Shortly before the incident, the server had crashed, and Richard had forgotten to set his vulnerability flag on when logging on again. Shortly afterwards, Rain's account was banned from the beta test for previously exploiting bugs rather than reporting them, frequently used by his character Aquaman to kill many player characters before a briefing incident. According to Origin, he was not banned for the assassination, but rather for previous complaints against him. Um, after Lord British was killed, fellow Ultima Online developer Starlong uh, also known in-game as Lord Blackthorn, summoned some demons who attacked innocent bystanders. This led to beta testers protesting both the indiscriminate killing and the banning of the assassin. Assassin MMO Crunch calls it the most memorable event in MMORPG history. So that's like the first time Lord British got killed, and it was like on online in their MMO during a beta test. Oh my god! And it's my favorite. Because their response, instead of just like, just being like, fuck, shit, god damn it, was kill everyone with demons, which is so, so fucking out of proportion. Oh, so good. Uh, but that's what set up, like, Lord British being able to be killed by, like, explored, exploits or, like, Easter eggs in other Ultima games. Yeah, like in Ultima 3, you could only kill him if you chase him to the docks and then kill him with a cannon. Really? Notably, in Ultima 7, there's an Easter egg where you can kill Lord Witness by dropping a plaque on his head, which is a reference to a thing that happened in real life where Richard Garriott got a metal plate dropped on his head <laughs> going through a door. <laughs> uh, yeah, and apparently in Ultima 3, where, where you like have to chase him to the docks to get him killed uh he was fucking pissed that people found a way yeah. to kill himself in sir which is so fucking funny <laughs> that is uh, that is such that is such a richard gary thing to be just like oh, oh how dare they yeah oh they killed me they killed me richard garriott oh my fucking god <laughs> he's my special self-insert he's not supposed to be killed yeah it's Literally his self-insert. It's so fucking funny. Uh, yep. He's like super cool too. He's like ultra powerful and super cool. Can't be killed. And was literally a main character in the past. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So yeah, Lord English is a kind of is a pastiche of that. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of how OP he is. I've just seen that there is a picture of Richard Garriott dressed as Lord British. Uh, oh, there's many. I'm going to send to you now. 
because it's so fucking funny. It's <laughs> uh, in 2018. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yep, you can in fact find a lot of pictures of Gilead in cosplays, Lord British. His hat is so tiny. It's so fucking hat is so little. God. It, his crown is so tight, it looks like it's cutting off circulation of the rest of his head, the top of his head. So the top of his head just looks beet red in the image. Imagine <laughs> if, like, your OC was known for being assassinated. Oh, <laughs> oh it's so fucking funny. I can only wish that one of my uh, tabletop characters becomes known for being assassinated God. constantly. Yeah. <laughs> And usually by like character. by means that weren't they weren't supposed to be fucking Oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You know, anyway. We see the thing about Lord British is that his coat, the Cairo overcoat. Such a fucking good name, by which the way. is an ugly as hell gift monstrosity. Yep, the name is fucking cool. The name's good, the coat's horrible. Yeah, what is a Cairo overcoat? A Cairo overcoat. It's his is... name Hussey made up. Well, it's a song. If you search it up, it's, it's... I mean, if you search it, it's just Homestuck yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It feels like... Oh, well... A Cairo overcoat can also mean a sarcophagus, like a Chicago overcoat, but ancient Egyptian. Um, uh, like, uh, yeah, it's loosely it's, based on shit, but that's, like... No. It's hard to determine if this was inspired by Homestuck or... If Homestuck inspired it because, like, it, it's like <laughs> otherwise, like, it's only known. But yes, so that's what a Cairo overcoat could potentially be like a Chicago overcoat. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think no, that's yes, what it is. Yes, referring to a Chicago overcoat. Oh, the Cairo overcoat can also turn into an Egyptian sarcophagus. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's literally referring to a Cairo H there, Chicago overcoat. Yeah. It's fucking rad, is what it is. The name is so good. The gif is bad, as he has said. It's really bad to look at, and I fucking hate it. It it's ugly. Um I've seen some other so, gifs of Lord English. Uh none none of them has it. is better to look at. <laughs> it still does that. Bad. Is just not good to look at. Uh, so yeah, the gimmick of the coat is the coat is literally made of space-time. And I mean, not a part of space-time, all of space-time. The coat is all of space-time. Also, he has a backup coat. <laughs> that is also all of back space-time. So like, when space-time's getting fucked up, you see rips form on the coat, which Stitch is there to patch up. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know if it's a good idea to kidnap the guy who's responsible for making sure space-time doesn't fall apart. But, well, that's why we didn't kill him. I guess that's yeah. true, but they didn't steal the coat. <laughs> I don't know, there might be consequences for that. Yeah, um, well, everyone's an idiot, and like they specifically said when uh, Spade's unkilled crowbar is, wow, the felt's uh, much smarter with crowbar alive. <sighs> Yes, uh. crowbar. Which are are we going to be like properly introduced to crowbar at any point, or I don't think should I introduce so. him now? I think this is as good as we get. We already know what his thing is, don't we? Uh, yes, because it is. It is also explained in this chapter that by uh, Clover 
that uh, you could use crowbar's crowbar to knock things out of stable time loops. Yeah, because at a certain point, Hussey went to scoff Morengi on this. <laughs> it's like, yes, crowbar has a crowbar. It's used to unstick things from time. Yes. Fuck it. <laughs> it carries an actual crowbar with the power to destroy any temporal artifact it strikes and completely negate that object's effect on the timeline in the process. Or, or as I would... Or as I said, being a crowbar used for prying stuff, it would unstick things from time. Mm -hmm. Unstuck things. Unhomestuck. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Uh, <laughs> you know what's kind of sad is we don't really have anything bad to talk about, so the podcast is just like us, like, having fun, which I feel is like not what people are here to see or listen to. Well, no, this is never like supposed to be a hate podcast. Yeah. This is supposed to be us talking about Homestuck. Yeah, I, I, know, I, thought, I, I thought I was going to have fun <laughs> with the podcast. And like, I did, I'm coming into this with an open mind. I come into this wanting to like Homestuck. It's just there's nothing like bad to talk about. Like, usually our, our discussions are like, hey, that homophobia fucking sucks shit. Or that racism sucks shit, but this is just like neo-noir pulpy goodness. There's still be undercurrents. Yeah, there there is that, but like Yes, I know, I know, I know you still have things about the bull penis cane. It literally says coming like burst in a room with a hat full of bomb and a fistful of penis. <laughs> God it said that. Like you can't uh. tell me that that's not Hussy playing on the homophobia of a time. Yeah, I probably guess. a little bit. It, it also might like, just be. Can you imagine? It might also just be a joke that he didn't think about. It's it's whatever. I mean, it's, it might. There's... Yeah, it might. I mean, it might be like internalized homophobia accidentally. Like, again, at, at this point, I I don't know why anyone's giving Hussy credit. Yeah, no, there, I don't yeah. think we need to talk about any homophobia unless it's really, really bad. But uh. This is actually really good. Um, yeah, this this chapter in specific rules. Yeah, no, it's getting like JoJo shit. It fucking rules. This this has hit its stride. Yeah. Uh, the intermission, and it's just like, yeah. Yeah, it, it yeah, fucking is... rules. Oh, Moses, like, you're Anna. Like, man, they knocked off. They knocked off three members of the felt in this. Yeah. Like that is breakneck. Things are moving so fast. Uh Mm-hmm. It, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't stuff. feel too fast. It feels like things no. are happening at like like a it, decent pace. Yeah, especially since this is supposed to be an intermission, and like it's supposed to you know go kind of quickly. It's a palate cleanser. Yeah, um, this 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 is the pace of most of Problem Sleuth. Yeah, it fucking mm -hmm. rules. Um, and this is why I liked Problem Sleuth. Like it it fucking moves. It keeps going. Should we? And sorry, I'll. No, I'll point out one more thing I just like is the page with Hearts Boxcar being beaten up by the multiple copies of Eggs and Biscuits. Just has the text in all caps, I hate time travel over yes. and over again. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I like that. It's a funny fucking joke. <laughs> the funny fucking panel. Um should should we talk about the Sarah Zed uh two-hour talk about Homestuck at all? 
Yeah, I think that you should uh, explain that to me because I started watching it and then I stopped watching it. Yeah, that was the smart thing to do. I should have stopped watching it. Um, I guess it's just like she's a fan of Homestuck and she talks about Homestuck uh, without really talking about any of the shit we address on this podcast, like racism and shit. It's briefly mentioned, but like she doesn't get into it. Um, it also talks, it talked about like the Kickstarter shit and like what pumpkin and whatever. But mostly the thing I want to talk about is like supposedly to Homestuck fans, Homestuck moves at like a fucking good pace, like a non-glacial clip. Uh, because mm. the big complaint about Homestuck 2 is it moves too slow. And it moves even slower than this? I, My god. I think I think we're going to get into a pace picking up once the trolls start happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I also think it's it, I also think it's partially like Homestuck 2 is not moving any slower than the start of Homestuck did. It's just like you're an adult now and you know that you're like time is valuable and you're not a fucking kid. Uh Yeah. Yeah, and also like and also like you're not reading through something with hindsight. Yeah. Like books always take much less time to read in my head thinking about them than they actually did to read in the moment. Yeah. Also again like, like I, I can like I, I can I can summarize like an entire Daniel Faust book in like less than 30 minutes while it took me an entire day to read. Yeah. Not also when you're rereading a book, you know what's happening, so you know which parts you can speed through and which parts you want to slow down for. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you know, oh, this is a part where Daniel's fucking around in uh, fucking Boston for some reason. Skip, skip, skip. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, like, every Homestuck person I talk to, like a Homestuck fan, not a person literally from Homestuck, they always, like, <laughs> they always start, like, late like when the trolls show up it's like yeah the it does move much faster when you skip the slow ass first part you fucking dummies like what you can't what no what what is wrong with you stop it um <laughs> it's it's like no it's, it's whatever but uh i would not recommend watching that video by the way it fucking sucks shit it drags i only watched it because i was like i will do I will do literally one piece of work for this fucking podcast, uh, and <laughs> fucking sucks. Uh, it doesn't get into well, like bless. any of it doesn't really get into any of the juicy shit that like we talked about. Like she touches upon e boy hussy super briefly, but it's like towards the end and she just speeds past it. Like no, you should maybe unpack why a forty year old man felt like he could do e boy hussy. Like maybe we should unpack that. And, like, maybe it's relationship to the fucking comic that you love. Um, no. Because, I mean, the, the the video is called, like, The Rise and Fall of Homestuck. So, I guess that it's mainly about the downfall of Homestuck, isn't it? So, I guess that means that she yeah, would I focus mean, on, like, Homestuck 2. Because that's when does, things, that's when fans started to turn on it. I mean, it's not mostly about that. It's It's, like, tracking, like, when it became popular. And she accurately, I think... Um, realizes it's when the trolls show up, and uh, yeah, I, you know, say that's when it blew up. Yeah. It was already popular. 
She also like yeah makes it the wasn't very... it wasn't like fandom defining yet. Mm-hmm. She also makes the really like I think good point that like the characters at least in their base form where they're like squat little potatoes with no arms are like very easy for like a kid to draw and design. Like they're not complicated. Yeah. They're just like a square on top with a circle on top and then two triangles for feet. Yeah, it's simple. Right? It's simple comic logic of you want a character that's simple but scans yeah. well. And yeah, so it's like, and it is Oh, go ahead. No, it, it's just like easy for people to make their own self inserts, which makes them more like yeah. you know dedicated. Yeah. yeah, like 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 was pointed out in the uh, F plus episode on Sonic. Like Jesus. Sonic has like a very has a very simple like visual design that is incredibly easy to copy. Yep. <laughs> and Homestuck and, is similar. Hey, incidentally, tangent, uh, this is what DC movies keep fucking up. They take simple characters and make them oh, just super. a garbled mess of CG. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you don't, you don't like, you don't like Big Spiky Boy? The guy, uh, the man who's covered in spikes? Oh, you <laughs> like fucking, big... uh, what's his name? You are a big fan Dark of... Darkseed, not Darkseed. Dark side. Dark Dark side. side. It's Darkseed. What if? Steppenwolf. Like, Dark Side Cyborg. Or Steppenwolf. Oh, yeah, Steppenwolf. A band. I think about Steppenwolf. Um, band. Like him, Cyborg, just a mash of constantly shifting computers. So, he, like, try to picture them in your mind. You can't. Nope. Um, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, uh, anyway. trying to think of what other point. Simple designs. Use them. Also, like, simple character concepts, like Superman is, like, a Boy Scout, Batman is dark, but ultimately good. Don't fucking be like, where did you learn the name Martha? That fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> it's uh-huh. bad. Why would you do that to your characters? Um, Have fun. Like, we always just is stupid, because we're both fundamentally good people. Yeah. yeah. The, the point is, like, what works about, like, Batman and Superman's, like, friendship is, like, Superman is, like, a man of, like, he's in the light. He's very visible. And Batman is, like, kind of cynical, but ultimately, like, thinks humanity is good. They both think humanity is good and redeemable, basically. Like, that's... I'm, it's it's just fucking... I, I just keep coming back to it. It's gone, like, flack and it's, like, memed, but... Fucking Nolan really got, got Batman. Yeah, Nolan did get, like, what, what people like about Batman. Uh, well, until Rise of Batman Rises or whatever, but... You got two good movies. Yeah, the Batman, the last Batman movie was super fucking missed, but like the first two movies are legitimately very good cinema, um, and they do get Batman. Like, I don't know. Uh, well, the closing line of the Dark Knight is the whole fucking ethos of Batman. Why people like Batman? Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's not the hero they fucking need, but it's not the hero they need. Like the here we deserve, but I'm yeah, fucking you. rules, fucking rules. Like he can work in the shadows and do the thing that like they need them to do. It's good. Yeah, I'm willing to be the villain because it's always a greater good. Like, uh... Yeah. Also, probably one of the better portrayals of the Joker in like live action cinema. It really gets like what makes the Joker so frightening to Batman. Like he just does things. Like he doesn't doesn't do he doesn't have like a plan like 
in the first movie, like, the League of Assassins and Scarecrow were gonna fucking have Gotham destroy itself or whatever by using fear toxin and fucking Joker just shows up and is like, I, I, I just want to do things. Yeah, again, you can say what you want about how much you like the more comic Jokers, the fucking uh, what's his name, his Romeo and all that, he didn't shave his mustache. Yeah. Uh, like, you say what you want about one of the lighter characters, but they still fucking got Joker and that fundamentally, and this is the line for movie again, he's a dog chasing the car. Yeah. He doesn't. What? What's the dog gonna do when he gets the car? He doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's gonna do when he gets there, but he's gonna chase it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really, it's really good. Those movies are really good. Uh, probably my two favorite superhero movies, next to the new Spider-Man movies, which really get hey. Spider-Man. They also seem to be doing some decent stuff in animated movies. Just some leave or don't really follow those. Yeah. No. Uh, hot tip. Think about Superman Man of Tomorrow is really good animated. You should go watch it. It's really good. It's probably the best betrayal of I've Superman. Only seen this one scene. Joy would know what it's actually from. Sure. But the new Batman, a newer Batman one, where uh, Scarecrow actually unmasks Batman for a joke. He's like, why would you do that? <laughs> Don't actually want to know. Yeah. Um,. And of all the fucking people, it's Bruce Wayne? Fuck off. I think it's... I think that's... <sighs> hey, Bruce, I invested in Wayne Corp's electric cars. Where's my electric car, Bruce? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... That's... I think that's the Harley Quinn series. I, I, okay, whatever. Think, no, that's still animated DC shit. The yeah, Harley yeah. Quinn shit is good. And also it gets really, like, gay in the second season. Because they just go whole hog on Poison Ivy and Harley. Like, the first... Oh, fucking rules. The first yeah, yeah, no. is, like, her trying to get over the Joker. And, like, Poison Ivy's like, dude, I'm right here. It's really good. It's really, really good. This, this is a... This isn't Harley Quinn, but it's a fucking movie that... Things sort of ties into that the apocalypse or whatever the fuck. Oh, the... Uh, probably Justice League Dark, the apocalypse war. Something or other. But one where it's... Revealed that John Constantine and King Shark uh, were a couple. Yeah, that's that's Justice League Dark. Justice League Dark is, is the the ones that are like monsters or like magic users, and it's headed by Constantine. And also sometimes Batman. Very funny. Yeah, no, it's really. Uh, the rest of that is really bad. Like, but hey, you, you know, hey, you used to sleep with fucking uh, Harley Quinn. What? No, I'm not crazy. With <laughs> <laughs> him. The live-action <laughs> Constantine uh, TV show was also good, and it will never come back, even though it's officially part of, like, the Arrow universe for the CW shit. Super disappointing. I I just like when John Constantine can be aggressively bisexual. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Is there anything One time he fucked a city. <laughs> Uh, is there any other things we need to talk about? I can just, like, say more lines I liked. I, I alluded to this earlier. I found the actual page. Ah. Uh, uh, the thing with Trace and Droog. Oh, sorry, Club Deuce. I, 
You don't realize he's following Droog's past trail through the mansion until he gets to the point where it intersects with your trail, at which point he'll start following you. But we all realized it, because it's obvious and couldn't possibly be more clear. Yeah. I like I liked I liked that joke, like kind of making fun of the writing a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And also that is just a real fucking JoJo's thing. We'll just Blithely explains something incredibly complicated. It's like, yeah, of course, this is what's happening. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, what? I'm looking at the apparently, according to the commentary, uh, something that I don't know if anyone would have noticed is that apparently each member of the Midnight Crew either never forgives or never forgets or always forgives or always forgets. Uh Spades never forgives, hearts never forgets, clubs always forgets, and diamonds always forgives. I couldn't possibly what? care. <laughs> what, a, what a weird piece of characterization that he decided on. I'm going to immediately forget that information. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a dumb fucking... Oh, you know what else the Sarah Zed thing explained? <laughs> the fucking quadrants. The relationship quadrants. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah, no, I now understand them, and I just... I don't... <sighs> They're dumb. Yeah, I'm looking f I'm looking forward to the podcast episode where I have to explain them. Oh, I already know. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm fine. We don't need to ever explain oh, Okay, Julia. <laughs> you understand our, con our podcast concept. No, <laughs> I don't. I'm the one who explains Homestock. I the people listening. What, what I want is that we never mention them after this because they're fucking stupid and suck it's shit. It's like a whole update. It sucks shit yeah. though, actually. It's really the bad. The entire chapter. That, gonna... that podcast episode is going to be one uninterrupted hour of me talking about quadrants. It's going to be one interrupted yep. hour of me going, nah! And then we're all going to put each other in quadrants. No, we're not. Fuck you. No, we're yes, not. No, we are. I am finding a fucking quadrant, Chris. Fuck you. We're doing it on the air. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Why would you do that? Moses, get away from there. Do you know that Hussey also did a side comic about the felt? <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Where can, where it's can we paradox read this? Paradox space. What? Uh, let me let me post this in the Urban Fantasy Geek account. Boop. Fuck what? Paradox space. Oh my fucking god! Really? Yeah, it is. Apparently, this is just a bunch of anthologies, like a comic about like a bunch of different things, and this is an arc that's all about the felt. Oh, and it's actually set up like a fucking actual comic? Yes. Holy shit. Like with multiple sh panels. Holy shit. Holy shit. It's fucking Christmas, baby. Oh, there's a bunch of fucking Homestuck shit in this. Oh, no. <laughs> really? What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Just for stories page, and oh boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to read this, and... Uh, it's fine. Non-canon, non-canon, non-canon. John's Birthday by Casey Green. Casey Hockey Green, what are you doing Hawk here? Pro Skator by Casey Green. Oh, my fucking God. It's a fucking... Fucking cool Jeff Man guy thing. Fuck. 
Oh, want to read a fucking teen summer camp romance featuring the trolls? They have that. I don't. No, I don't. I also don't okay. want to read Indemnity Double Reach Around. Because that's summer teen romance. Her pale passions. Oh, Christ. A night why, at why the do you have to do this, Dijon? What? <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> do you have to read all of these now? No, no, we don't. We actually don't. <laughs> I'm going to read the the one you linked though. Um, after after we're done with this part, I guess. But now was going to be fucking people's like ah. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to read any. You can go fuck yourself. What what are you implying when people go near Heath? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do I? I mean, our, our <sighs> listeners don't demand that much of us. Like they that. really don't, actually, which is nice of them. Yeah, thanks, Mix. <laughs> how, how do I get back to this? How, why is this website so fucking bad? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. God, I wanted to. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus, piece of shit website. You know, there's also apparently supposed to be a Midnight Crew video game at some point, um, but I cannot yeah, find any more sure. information about that. I would actually play sure, that. Sure, I would actually play that. I believe you, Hussie. Got replaced by a Hive Swap, so... Really? Yeah. People want trolls. People fuck want those off, trolls. Fuck off. I, I have to remind you again, people... People who are Homestuck fans... Do not like the intermission. Mm hmm. The general consensus among fans of Homestuck is the intermission sucks. Yeah, well, they yeah. suck. People because... who do not like Homestuck, who dropped off midway, they tend to like the intermission. Yeah. Yep. It's like if you're a big Homestuck fan, then like this is this is not this is not the kids. This is not the Homestuck that you came on here for, and. For some reason, if you're a Homestuck fan, you have to, like, if you're the most diehard type of Homestuck fan, you have to absolutely refuse to read anything that's not Homestuck. Like, God forbid you read a different book. It's like being a Harry Potter fan. It's, it's just, this is good, and I don't, this is really fucking distressing. Sorry, I'm just reminded of that one person you know who is just like, uh, like they were at, like, a book signing for... Like this, this book that was like very similar to Harry Potter, but came out a long time before it. Oh fuck yeah! And someone like so you want to be a wizard? Yeah, so you want to be a wizard or something? Yeah. yeah. And then someone came, someone came up and said like, like oh, this is all, I guess this is like Harry Potter. And the per and the person said, oh well, no, this actually came like way before it. And the person says, oh well, it probably sucked anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now, now, Dijon, don't don't you mess with you want to be a wizard. Yeah, which is actually a good set of books, as far as I that, remember. That is prime Heave and Julia nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being in a car trip and reading, like, the first three books in, like, a single sitting. Uh, I remember them being fine. You, I, I, liked, I remember liking them as a kid. I do not remember, I remember any details. I remember the magic system being way more interesting than Harry Potter's fake Latin system. Uh, I, I, mean, I remember. Have a magic system. Yeah, it, they just I have like you, you say. Aerial. 
<laughs> like you, you, you say fake Latin and then you shoot a bullet out of your wand. <laughs> that's that's Harry Potter's magic system. Uh, I I remember that you you fucking got magic, but it's finding a book in the library. And what 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 you designated as your wand affected your magic. So like one kid used like a a old car antenna. Um, yep, that's the like defining thing of that book. Yeah, is one of its signature props. Yeah, and like because he did that, he could like affect metal and shit, and like cars and machines. And oh, it's really good. Here's here's the part that really rules, which I have to go back and reread this series. I'll report back eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, is like when ebooks came around, the author went back and updated the whole series. Fuck what? So, like all the timeline works in a consistent time period. That's rad. It was like the author wasn't really thinking too much about what time period it is, so the technology is kind of all over the place. That's rad. Since it's like literally spanned decades of writing, so she went back. She tightened everything up. She wrote everything to be a consistent period in time. Oh, that rules. That owns. So it's like, this, I really want to fucking check this out now. Yeah. You know, something J.K. Rowling should have done when she decided Harry Potter took place in the 90s uh, for some reason. Or the 80s or whatever. Remember that shit? Uh, it's like Harry, wasn't Harry... Born in nine of a school year was ninety five. Yeah, he the story takes place in like the nineties, um, except when it kind of doesn't. Like early on in free except party, when... and then nine eleven broke J.K.'s brain. Yeah, like you get glimpses of like it not happening in the nineties in the early books before. Like despite what Rowling says, like she always intended to write it in the nineties. This is, I'm sure she's always intended yeah, the Albus Dumbledore to be the gay. The PlayStation thing. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Like, that, that's the big thing, is, like, they had mentioned of Dudley having a PlayStation, even though at the time she stated the books to take place. The PlayStation would, like, only be in, like, beta in Japan. Mm-hmm. Dudley got one imported from his uncle, who works at Sega. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he, like, even then, it's like, I don't see that as a huge deal if you're writing a 90s book and you get, like, yeah. a year of the PlayStation off by a year. Like, okay, whatever. But also, that's like, you you didn't intend that. Yeah, no, she <laughs> she didn't intend it to be in the 90s. It feels like she... Like, also, no, it's also evident because the later books, they become very clear fucking, uh, like, one Afghanistan post-9-11 commentary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Incredibly. Yeah. It's, uh... Harry Potter's fucking bad, folks. J.K. Rowling's a fucking hack. Every other magic school that's not one of the three from Goblet of Fire, including Hogwarts, is named, like, magic school, but in a different language. It fucking sucks. She should be made fun of forever. Also, she's a fucking turp, so, like, fuck her. My favorite is the, and this is going by people who speak Brazilian Portuguese, I don't, is the way she phrased the Brazilian Magic School's name is like Magic Place or Magic Castle. Yeah. But it's, the way it was constructed is not it is a castle for magic, but the castle is magic. Do magic. It's really funny. 
I really, really love Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling's great. Like, change my mind. A castle who is a wizard. You're <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe it is. You're maybe, a the, wizard, maybe the castle Harry? is also a wizard. It's a fucking castle. Oh, man. I Okay, I've said this before. If you want Harry Potter, but not terrible, it's fucking Wayward Son. Yeah. You mean carry on. Oh, wait, it's not carry yeah, on. Carry on. Son you you hate Wayward Son. Well. <laughs> It's what, oh, don't name the fucking books after two lyrics in the same fucking song. It's going to cause this. I mean, it's going to cause, be, wait, which one's first? To be fair, to the line on. is, carry on my wayward son, so carry uh, on comes first. And then the third book is not called There'll Be Peace. Yeah, it's No, fucking, it's called Everywhere the Wind Blows. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, a freaking it's different song. Said, completely different song. Completely different band. Okay, anyway, first book, good it's Harry Potter was written by someone who was an author. <laughs> Harry Potter also obviously as written by someone who was one of the fans of Harry Potter who was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. And then like spent all of their time just like talking to other fan, other quote unquote fans and talking about how the books could be better written. Like, it's hey, very... you know, it's really obvious that like Dumbledore is a bad guy. What if Dumbledore was a bad guy? <laughs> yeah, it's so written clearly in response to Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Like, they even have a mention of, like, what? No, of course we don't have magical slaves feeding us. There's a dude. He cooks. The hey, what if Ron Weasley didn't exist? Yeah, what if uh, Ron <laughs> Weasley was, like, what is the point of Ron? There's no point. Hey, Hermione's <laughs> kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Hermione's kind of a sociopath, huh? God. And, oh, hey, Harry is gay, huh? <laughs> He's real obsessed with Draco Malfoy, huh? And every time he tries to talk to a girl, he pisses his pants and has to use vanish me pissums. So, like, huh? and he just kisses a girl and describes it as wet. Yeah, like a normal straight man. Or you know, it's how he keeps on describing men as handsome and women as like, oh, she has nice hair. <laughs> Loves women's hair. No, that doesn't make you know him nor gay. normal. That, that, if anything, that makes. Him Super straight, according to the F plus. Normal heterosexual teen things to think. <laughs> That's true. Harry Potter might just have a hair fetish. Uh, that doesn't explain him constantly describing men in his life as being very handsome. I mean, that could his probably be his handsome, perpetually shirtless like, uncle. The author of J.K. Rowling being okay. Bad, yes, yes, and yes. She's like a woman, and she like she it like that's yes, what it, it is actually because. Yeah. J.K. Rowling's a woman, and she can't write in character voices. Yeah, no. I'm a... But, you know, death of the author, as the kids like these days... <laughs> Don't you fucking start. Harry just comes across as gay. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Like, you can very much read it as that, even as much as I know J.K. Rowling hates queer people. <laughs> no, she's mm. a real big supporter of uh, everyone who's not trans. Uh, which she will tell you very loudly. If you ask her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, just her... The only gay character in the book was a Hitler youth. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, Both of the gay characters were Hitler youths. All right. <laughs> One of them was literal Hitler. <laughs> can, can, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, can we wrap up so I can eat this food Anna got me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been an hour. Yeah, yeah hang on. That's, that's just the give me a second to Give me a second to get the pages. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, Moses. Oh, Moses, you're so mad. 
He's sitting in his shame corner. Fucking oh, it, okay. It's actually fucking good talking about Homestuck now. Yeah, fuck. I can't wait till we go back to being angry about Homestuck. Yeah. I love, I love that state of affairs. Like, like most of the time, it's not even angry. We're just being fucking just tired and depressed yeah. about Homestuck. Yeah, because this, because I'm just literally begging the comic to make things happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm spending, I'm, I'm spending like, like. Like a like a half hour to an hour, like on this comic, like every Monday, and then like another hour over the course of the next week to edit it. So I'm I'm putting so much of my life into this comic, and the comic's giving nothing back to me. It's oh well. Next week it's going to be so fucking good. Next week, yeah, oh, yeah. We're we're gonna get like a nice juicy flash animation to talk about. Fuck yes, we are. And well, Snowman, Snowman's just. We are fucking good. I'm really excited. We'll, we'll clo- close us out. Yeah. Close us out. Uh, so next time, uh, we're going to be meeting Snowman, and those will be on pages 1,267 <laughs> to 1,294. I'm actually really excited about a longer chapter. Like, hell yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. yeah. It, as we always say, until next week, don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, dude.